0: Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. I'm here with my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin. Yes, sir. And this is Jordan. Hey, man. We back here with something positive as always. You know how we kick it off here. My something positive is uh, more life. I just um, turned 30 on Sunday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. sir. We out here. Yes, sir. So more life. Um, my positive of the
1: day is more likes. Mm-hmm. They're celebrating Brandy. Yes, sir. More likes
2: on my bro, hey? Yes, sir. Um, my positive, um, Demetrius Jamel will be back soon. And then time mm-hmm. for his trip to Atlanta. Yeah, um, and speaking good. of Atlanta, I saw their, um, locker room, their practice facility. Shout out to them. All right. Got to see John Collins. Didn't get his autograph, but hey man, it's all good. We had good memories. Um, I hit 99 you. on the pop up shots. Hey man, you didn't clutch 100. Yeah, I, ch- I, I like the it. way you framed it. I folded. You mm-hmm. framed it positive, like you, you had to come back and get 99. Not that you had 99 with like three shots. Then. <laughs> <laughs> My poor arm
1: tightened up. Life of an old dude. We not. Yeah. not you 17 ain't gotta
2: tell old. me twice. I stretch every day before work. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So shout out to them. Um I feel like there was something else, but I can't really remember it. I mean, other than Brenda's birthday, but that was said twice.
0: But I mean, third time's the charm. Shout out to Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out on the subject of Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta United. They're in first place in the Eastern Division right now. We don't have no losses. One draw and five wins. So we out here. Vamos ATL. Uh, but, with, like we said, it is March. Best time of year. March Madness is currently going on. The, round, uh, the rounds of 64 and 32 were this past weekend. Um, we had some good upsets, good games overall for um, for the weekend. Uh, uh, Kennesaw State lost by f- six to Xavier in the first round. Had every opportunity to win that basketball game, but I mean, hey, that's that's why it's March. You gotta um, you can't leave these opportunities on the table, like. I think Chuck said it from Chuck and Chernoff. This game's going to hurt more. I'm pretty sure that game hurt more Sunday afternoon when you realize you could have been playing. But, hey, it's the best best season in Kennesaw State history, so uh, give it up for them. Shout out to the Owls of Kennesaw State. But uh, Alabama's still playing. made it to the Sweet 16 at uh, uh, San Diego State on Saturday, Friday. 24th is Friday, right? Yeah, Friday. Um, hey man, as long as they don't turn the basketball over, they should be fine. They do get, they, they, they say they've often done their broadcasts. Um, feel like they're so talented, they can, uh, they get lax, they're daisical from time to time. Can't have that in March. That's how you end up losing basketball, man. Tennessee is still playing. They beat Duke in around the thirty Yes, sir. And yeah, I had Tennessee losing, um, in the round of 32 to Duke as a matter of fact Duke was getting hot at the right time Tennessee lost their best player but hey you never know um, Bacon Bits beat uh, the number one seed um, the number one seed Kansas and the, it was that was actually a pretty good game very good game actually set up the Arky who else is still playing Houston uh, beat Auburn yes sir let's go Tigers. Um, I didn't think Purdue was going to lose in the first round, but I did think they were going to lose on the first weekend. You'll refer to last week's uh, podcast. I definitely said that. But um, yeah, they had the biggest team on the court by average height against the smallest team on the court by average height and still lost by like five or six. And, and their whole team was scared to shoot threes. You scared to shoot threes? I said it earlier. I said I think it was, we were. It was during the Kennesaw State game. And pretty much the the story of the tournament is if you're gonna be able to make threes, because if you can't, the other team probably will. So yeah, it's been a good tournament. Um, watch out for Michigan State, I guess. I mean, they always there. So there's always a possibility, even though they have seven seasons, that doesn't really mean anything at this point. Everybody's good, so. Let's go. It's been a pretty good tournament. I'm excited for this upcoming weekend. But how y'all feel about um the first round first two rounds?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> I knew it was something else. We um we went to watch um, Kennesaw State and um, Xavier at Hooters. That was another one of my positive. They had the um, live they recorded the show live. Chuck and Chernoff, Chuck Oliver Matt Chernoff, are the names. But, um, I mean, it was cool. I liked, I, I enjoyed the game, the atmosphere. It was fun watching a basketball game where everybody is rooting for the same team. Um, you don't really get that here in Atlanta because most of the time when you go to a basketball game, 90% of the team, people are going for the away team. Well, I wouldn't say 90. I would say probably like 65, 70. But, um, yeah, I feel like um, it was a very fun game. I feel like even though you can pretty much blame the refs in any game, you can't really blame the refs for, um, for allowing the other team to go on a 24 to 6 run. After you were up by 13 with 10 minutes left in the game. Um, you can't blame the refs for the fact that you shot two for 15 in during that stretch. And one of those was like a miraculous putback. Like, that really shouldn't have even went in. So, um, yeah. While the refs did miss that call that should have allowed them to get free throws to take the lead, I believe it was.
0: Might
2: have been to tie it, but uh, well, then yeah, it would have given them the chance to um, make free throw, I mean, to take free throws to take the lead. But I've watched enough Kennesaw State games in these past two weeks to know that that's not a guarantee that they would have taken the lead or even the tie it, to be honest. But, um, I mean, they shot eight for 13, which is decent. But when the other team makes more free throws than you shoot, you can't miss five. You have to be, you have to be like one or two, three at the most miss, because um, those are gonna come back to haunt you. So, um, all in all, it was a good run for them. It's something to build on. Um, but I feel like it's definitely one that they let slip away, especially with Pitt losing, like Pitt winning on um, the first round. Um, the way they looked against Xavier, I feel like Kennesaw State should be in the Sweet 16. Um, but, I mean, they didn't do what they needed to do. Um, other than that, I really only watched um, two other games. I watched um, Alabama versus Maryland. That was a pretty decent game. Um, I don't really remember anything from it. I know Alabama was down for a large amount and then they took the lead with like, I think it was like 27, 26, something like that when they took the lead. Um, And then I watched the Kentucky and Kansas State game. Um, I mean, it was cool. Um, Kentucky sold at the end. I did watch the Tennessee Duke game. I forgot about that one. Um, shout out to Tennessee. I always love seeing Duke lose. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Can't have
0: 15 16 turnovers so and expect to win
2: another time. No okay. cap. Um, also, I saw um, the end of Purdue selling. I wish that people would have release the stats of them losing every year for the last three years to a significantly lower ranked seed. But for some reason, they don't like to, to list those stats. But yeah. um, All in all, it's been a pretty good tournament. Shout out to Alabama. I feel like, I said this before, if they don't make it to the final four, it's a big um, letdown. I feel like at this point, if they don't win, it's a letdown.
0: Um, There's only two. Um, what do you call those things? Number one seeds. Uh, um, and t- they beat the other one, right, Houston?
1: They yeah. did. Yeah. My take from from this co- tournament is it's, it's been pretty interesting. Um, good games, great games. Of course, every year, upsets are bound to happen. They're, they're not really upsets because you know an upset is going to happen. You know multiple upsets going to happen. You just don't know which game. So when it happens, it's like, okay, but it's not really no upsets. It's March Madness for a reason. Um, my, my thing, how Brandon said it is, and yeah, whoever gonna win this championship, this tournament has to make the three. From the games I watch, none of these teams in college can shoot the mm-hmm. free throw. None of them. I'm saying every team bricking. Actually, they look like me on 2K. They, like Xavier. Was trying to put the game away against pittsburgh and couldn't really put the game away because they could they could not make free throws actually i had the i had the under on pittsburgh brandon henson on four and a half rebounds he had four rebounds they took him out with 40 seconds left because xavier was winning the game but then they went to the free throw line two times and missed one out of the two free throws every single time so they put henson back in and he missed the second free throw. Henson got the rebound and cost me $280. That's how bad these re- the free throws is. And then I watched the Michigan State and Marquette game. Came down to free throws. A lot of these games come down to free throws. Um, Marquette lost to Michigan State. They didn't really come out to perform. Shaka Smart, since that nice little VCU run, has lost eight of his last nine tournament games.
2: Yeah, I didn't even know Shaka Smart wasn't still at Texas. I was sitting here I
1: thinking. I forgot he got dismissed from Texas. It wasn't going well and in Texas. He only lasted like two or three years. Okay, I was like, okay, Shaka Smart then finally got Texas into the Sweet 16. And then that was it. Yeah, he's,
2: yeah, and I, I was
1: like. But right now, I'm currently holding a 94.3% range on the ESPN tournament bracket. Yeah. I got Alabama winning it. Kansas. Alabama is the the favorite looking at the rest of the brackets. But I say the dark horses is Miami, Yukon, and Michigan State.
2: Can't sleep on Creighton. They can shoot well enough to beat Alabama.
0: Yeah, but okay, they gotta yeah. get past um, Princeton. Princeton. I don't think they um they long enough. Well, fast forward. <laughs> Shout out to Andrew Schultz. Um mm, That's that's really been the problem with uh everybody else. Um you can't really get past Alabama because they, they they got the size advantage at every position, so I mean and even if um they go cold shooting for a while they can still play defense. So. That's that. That's the biggest thing. If you can still, if you can still defend why you can't fund your shut, then um, you should be fine. That being said, we're gonna move right along to the World Baseball Classic. Um, Shout out to Trey Turner. Apparently, he's been balling. Okay. He had another home run tonight, which is we're recording on Tuesday. So um, they're playing Japan right now. Three to one, Japan in the top of the uh, fifth. Yes. You know, apparently, Trey on first. Mike Trout is up the bat. I'm assuming Mookie on first. Yeah, because he, he um yeah reached on an infield single. Shout out to ESPN. Um, yeah. I um I think it's um pretty good. I think. Kinda of sucks for pitchers though. Uh, Rob Manfred said he wants to see more All-Star pitchers in uh, uh, in next year's tournament, but this is really the off-season that they're using to get used to the new rules and whatnot. So I see why it's not that many pitchers they want to play. And then when they have release pitchers, they don't want to pitch them two days in a row. So yeah, um, uh, who knows? Hopefully, Team USA can bring it back. Can come back tonight. This is the semifinal, right? No, this is championship. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It says it right here. Duh. Hey, man. Uh, Mike Trout and um, Shohei Ohtani are t- two teammates that are playing against each other. That's the story they keep telling. So, yeah, let's go, um, USA, USA. Even though baseball is not America's pastime anymore. We're not
2: here for that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I've enjoyed it. I, I'm not. I haven't watched every single game. Um, but I did watch the game when um, Trey Turner hit the grand slam to tie it, I mean to go ahead in the eighth inning. Um, I said on Instagram, I don't care if it's. Spring training, the WBC or the World Series, if I had a Grand Slam in the 8th to go up, um, I'm going insane. There's nothing you can tell me. You can't tell me that these games don't matter. Um, try to tell that to um, to Japan when they hit the walk-off last night that that game didn't matter. Um, tell that to Edwin Diaz. Even though he got hurt, he was still celebrating because his team won. Because he helped his team get into the third, to the um, not even to the championship, to the um, uh, playoffs, for lack of a better word, um, elimination round, I guess. But <clears throat> um, <clears throat> yeah, shout out to um, Trey Turner. He had 11 RBIs, the most in tournament history um i want to say five home runs now with the one tonight um so yeah he's definitely going to be on the tear if he can keep it up going into this year definitely not looking forward to him being back in the um in the division um i don't understand why there's this big debate about if these games matter or not um I don't understand why we as Americans feel like our sports events are the superior ones. Like, around the world, really, nobody really cares other than, like, the Super Bowl, if we're being honest, about our sports. Um, They might watch basketball every now and then because of, like, maybe um, a Jeremy Lin or a Yao Ming or... Someone of that nature. Now it's Giannis. Um, uh, the Joel Embiid's of the world. But my point is. Um, other than the Super Bowl. Nobody really cares about our stuff. So I don't understand why people are acting like. It's this big surprise that people would say. They would rather win the World Baseball Classic. Than a World Series. Or the fact that. Um, Trey Turner said this is the best uh, environment he's been in even though he's played in at least one World Series. I want to say two. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand why this is so shocking. Uh, breaking news, other people don't care as much about our sports as we do. Including me. I don't really care about the NBA like that. I really only watch the NFL because of um fantasy football. So I mean other than MLB, I don't really care about our sport.
0: Um
1: I haven't really watched any of the games of the WBC. Uh I've just been seeing highlights and whatnot. It looks pretty interesting. Next time it comes around I should watch. I like what I've been seeing from the USA. From what I've been seeing, we've been pretty good. Uh, Freddie Freeman got hurt, I saw. Um,
2: He played with Canada.
1: Ah, okay, so. Other than that, I don't really know what's going on, but it does look pretty fine. I like the uniforms everybody got going on. And um, it's a sport, they're playing games. At this point in time, it doesn't matter what league it is, what sport it is. I'm tired of everybody saying games don't matter. Like, what's the? they play a sport. Every game matters. It doesn't matter, like Jordan said, if it's spring training, if it's the regular season, if it's postseason, if it's playing for your country, if it's the Olympics type stuff. Like, all the games matter because at the end of the day, it's a game, it's a sport. So you're going out there to play the game, you're going out there to compete. You're going out there for the love that you have for the game and you're going out there to win, no matter what it is, no matter what situation it is. It all has purpose. And I seen I do know that from the WBC. I done seen players and this running thing on social media about uh they shouldn't play and they should just be focused on the regular season. And then but if you wanna get technical, you turn to that. Folks don't even want to play 182 games or whatever Literally. it is at the MLB. they calling the short, yeah, they call calling the short in the season. If you talk about the NBA, all regular season don't matter. Mm-hmm. Regular season don't matter. It's all about playoffs, it's all about rings. So why in the world are you playing 82 games? Why is we wasting my money to go see y'all play regular season games that they don't matter? And it, But at the end of the season, all of y'all crying about the number one seed, all y'all crying about home court advantage, all y'all crying about being in or not in the play in tournament. Cause the games matter, NFL. Oh, we don't need extra games. We need a shortage season. But you want the bag. You want the bag. Or when the when the refs finesse y'all on a call and y'all have a game back in the in the division and you can't make it up? <clears throat> Bingles. and Now, now you feel some type of way, like. Just go out there and play the games and everybody stop this. None of these games matter, bro. These guys are out there to play. These guys are out there to win. Injuries happen at home, at the game, during practice. A prime example, Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant. Just watch them before the game. They might get injured. You don't know. So, I I don't like that narrative. And even though I haven't watched the WBC, I still feel like it's unfair to say them games don't matter when they got the usa on their chest and these other countries are playing for their country and stuff like jordan said that might be their main sport over there so that is their world series that is something they're proud of so it's a reason they're out there just because america bougie and unappreciative of what we have doesn't mean other countries aren't
0: are with that being said the Warriors and the, um, the oh we're going to move on to our Genius or BS segment the Warriors and our and the Grizzlies are still beefing um, in this past week's game Memphis won and uh, Dylan Brooks decided he wanted to talk so Clay let him know how many rings he got, that's all he did he was just letting him know because maybe he forgot and you know he had to remind him right not and man Steph was sitting there looking like bro I got three kids at home I ain't worried about y'all <laughs> tell me when April come end of April May call me then but hey man I think it's good for the game shout out to uh, uh, <clears throat> shout out to Sports Beast mm.
2: well the question was if Clay, it was about Clay he cold, <laughs> yes. So, for that, I'm gonna go BS. Now, everyone knows I'm the resident Clay fan, I'm the one that's gonna take up for Clay more than most people. But, um, at the end of the day, I find this corny. Like, if you're if y'all don't care about what they have to say so much, then why do y'all keep responding? Um, shout out to brother Sean Carter. Um, you can't argue with fools because at a distance people don't know who is who. So,
0: Ooh. you got
2: to, you got to, got you Ooh. have to let it go at some point. Like, if y'all are so important and y'all are so high and mighty and nobody can touch y'all, then why are y'all worried about what the Grizzlies who have nothing on their resume have to say? Um, sounds like they are under y'all skin and it's what they want is working. Um, I firmly believe that if Dylan Brooks doesn't get suspended, even with Job being Hurt, they still would have won that uh, round last year in the semifinal. But if Demetrius doesn't get hurt, then they definitely win that series. But, um, yeah, I feel like... Um, and I'm not even going to go to the quote-unquote Twitter route and say, you're not Steph, you... You're not Steph you. If he wants to do that that's cool, but you're not Steph. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like um yeah, calm that down. Like if y'all want all this respect and whatnot then why do you care what they have to say? Just let it go and see him in the playoffs if y'all care that much. Yes.
1: I think it's genius. I just think the way they go about it could be BS. Like the Memphis Grizzlies annoy me. They annoy a lot. They they annoy fans who don't even like interact with them, who don't even play with them. I, we're annoyed with how they go about things. So imagine being on the court with a bunch of guys who got talent, but ain't win nothing. Can't, and haven't beat you in meaningful games. And it's like, y'all got so much to say. At a certain point, men are men. And facts are facts, and smoke is smoke. You can't be all that blowing wolf tickets and doing all of that, and you don't have no resume. You can't be doing all of that wolfing and stuff like that, and you haven't beat us in any meaningful games. You can't do all of that wolfing and stuff like that, and y'all not gonna throw hands and do nothing like that. Like, just play the game.
2: And it comes to a point where y'all gotta shut up and just. I mean, but they are just playing the game. They beating their ass every time they play them. And then not mean. Not mean for me. I mean, games. but you're the one that just said, all oh, these games matter. So you can't have it both ways.
1: See, now see, that's how you play the that's how you manipulate it. I mean like in high pressure situations that's what we get talking what you're about. Saying, saying
0: all I'm,
2: two, three, all I'm saying is wait until y'all win a game if the, you are gonna do that but, don't try to play the these games don't matter card when it fits your narrative that's all I'm saying.
1: When it comes to this, it does fit the narrative because the Grizzlies haven't achieved anything. But, yeah, it's not just the Warriors they talk to. It's, it's everybody. And at a certain point, it's not just me saying it. It's people in the league. It's other people around as fans of the game that's just like, bro, they got to be quiet. You doing too much. Ja, you doing too much extracurricular activities and too much antics. And then the rest of your teammates, in, in particular, Dylan Brooks is doing too much yapping doing too much talking and y'all not winning anything. And besides these couple of wins they got towards the Warriors overall, they've been slacking. So it's like, you're not just gonna keep sitting there letting somebody talk to you and constantly bother you. for, And you're not gonna say nothing. And then you know if you know you, they're not touching you, like resume wise, you're gonna keep flexing your resume in their face until they do something about it. Until they get at least something to say they got.
2: I mean I guess. All I'm saying is <clears throat> if y'all are so superior, at some point you have to show it. They just did. They want a chance they,
1: they are the defending champion. I mean, you're not wrong. Until somebody but, else win it. And it and if Memphis don't win it, all of that stuff they're doing is none and void. Doesn't matter if Warriors win it or not
2: we could play the if if was the fifth game I we want it but, um, but not i because Memphis. no I'm is saying not, I know I'm like saying if, they're mm. not
1: winning no I'm, championship this year
2: maybe but all I'm saying is at some point they have to just let it go if y'all are the superior we nobody can touch us and we're so um much better than everybody else then y'all should just be better than everybody else I think the same applies to the Grizzlies I mean I don't I don't know I I feel like everybody nobody had a problem when the Warriors were just up and coming team and everybody they were getting on everybody's nerves Nah, no, Draymond was getting on everybody's nerves the okay. Memphis Grizzlies as a
0: whole is I mean, getting
2: on everybody's there were, nerves there and were plenty of personalities that were getting on everybody's nerves I remember when they were up and coming like before when they was playing like the um, Lakers and the Clippers in the playoffs. Yeah, it was it was a lot of that. But, what we got next?
0: And, uh, i gotta say dream on that. But... What do we get now this thing? Um, the Cowboys traded for Brandon Cooks. Um, I mean, I don't think this is needle moving for them. We have seen that. I don't know, man. It looks like the Cowboys missed their window, but no, they ain't gonna say that. Cowboys fans think they're gonna win the Super Bowl every year. Yeah, that's I. I don't. I think it's good. I don't think it's genius or bad. <laughs> they need to move. They're still in the same spot. What did they lose for it? What? What pick? Uh, fifth this year and the sixth next year. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't move. To, yeah. like an average free agency pickup I mean it's decent I don't
2: I don't see it as a needle mover I remember when Brandon Cooks was on the Saints that was like 10 teams ago at this point um so I mean he gets a thousand yards every year but at this point a thousand yards isn't what it used to be so and they play um, an extra game excuse me yes um Where does he even fit on the totem pole? Like, is he the number two behind CD? Is he the number three behind Michael Gallup? Uh, Noah Brown, for whatever reason, always finds a way to get three, four, five targets a game. So, I don't know. I don't know what this does for them, to be honest. I think this
1: is a... I guess a way to find a number, a number two, because Michael Gallup was injured and was inconsistent last year. So I guess if you can move him into the three and have Brandon Cooks at, at the two, they can solidify the receiving core. but they losing Dallas uh, Schultz, And Brandon Cooks is only gonna last four games, five games before he go on IR. So I don't know how much this moved the needle, unless they, Again, get Odell Beckham, and now they got a multitude of weapons that can probably spare it, spare all of them from getting injured because not all of them are being overworked. So if they can sign that, sign Odell, it's a perfect trade. But if this is what they're going to go to war with, and it's not going to hold up for the whole season.
0: <laughs> um, Staying right along in the NFL, the Dolphins signed Tua. I mean, yeah, they picked up Tua as their option. As a fan of Tua, as a fan who's invested in his success, um, I want, uh, I think it's genius. It shows that the Dolphins are all around. They got weapons around him. They all in on him. So, I, I say at this point, all he has to, in air quotes, to stay healthy. And that's much easier said than done. So, yeah. They have the team. If if two stays healthy, they have the chance to run, make a deep run in the playoffs. So yeah, I definitely definitely think it's genius. Um, as a
2: fan of two as a person, um, I think it's a good move because it gives him like what two years of no, well, not ne- not necessarily no one, but I guess a year. Um, well two years in NFL terms of um, knowing that he's the quarterback of the future which is basically one year guaranteed and then another year on a void year because you know NFL doesn't give out guaranteed deals but um, I would say as a non-biased I guess, NFL fan. I don't necessarily like it because at the end of the day, we all know the writing on the wall. Tua will more than likely get hurt and they will move on, which them signing the fifth year option only makes that harder. So um, I don't know um, why they would do that. Seeing as how they could just not sign the fifth year option if he's that guy this year they could sign him in the offseason if he's not that guy this year then um they could let him go I don't necessarily um agree with their tactic but again I like Tua so um shout out to him Uh, this gives him the best opportunity to be successful um So, um, yeah, it was it was a smart decision, seeing as how they're going all in on Tua. But in the end, I don't think it will work out. So,
1: yeah. Um, I think it's uh, a reassurance. It's reassurance to Tua. I think they believe in him. When you believe in someone and you truly are invested in them and you want the partnership to work and you want you know everything to go smooth and you believe y'all can reach the highest level together, you pay them you come together. The same thing the Ravens should do with Lamar. I think the Dolphins are taking a different approach to it. They ain't give him no lengthy extension, but they picked up the option to tell Tua, look, we believe in you. Uh, we invested in you and we think you can do it. Do I think he believes he's gonna he's gonna make it through a whole season? No. Do I want him to? Yes, of course. You don't want nobody getting hurt. He played for the hometown team. You want them to be successful. And when he's in the game, they win games. I can't deny that. Um, so I believe if you believe in him and you're invested in him, you should at least pick up the fifth year option. So give him that little reinsurance. So now when he go out there, he not playing scared. He not playing fiddle. He not thinking about the Dolphins don't want me if I get hurt or anything. Like, let me just go out there and play.
0: Well, that concludes our um, Genius or BS segment. Um, We're going to move right on to our penalty kick segment. This man Aaron Rodgers confirmed that he want to play for the Jets. I mean, at this point, was he really fooling anybody? Feel like he told, he pretty much told everybody that's where he want to go. So, yeah, not really, not really surprising at this point. Um, yeah, I didn't.
2: I mean, I guess it it was more of a formality type thing. Penny wanted us to do it from the who has more leverage situation. I personally don't see either one having more leverage. They both have quote-unquote more leverage for their own reasons. Um, If y'all had to choose, I would say the Jets, because at the end of the day, technically they could say, alright, well, y'all are asking for too much. We might as well just spend this on Lamar and then the Packers would just have to eat it and go back to Aaron Rodgers. But, I don't see that happening, so it's not even up on them bringing that up.
1: Um, I think it's gonna be a good move for Aaron Rodgers. I I just think it's a nice setup for him to go win right now. The time has run its course in Green Bay. The only thing holding up is compensation. But I think at this point, Aaron Rodgers just deserved to be able to leave. I mean, Green Bay spent years, no matter if you want to say he choked in the playoffs as well. It's been times Green Bay let Aaron Rodgers down, and then it's been times Aaron Rodgers let Green Bay down. And I think it's time to just, you know, let him go. You got Jordan Love. You still got a good team. You don't need to... Sit here and try to. His it's already he's already on the roster, so getting rid of him doesn't hurt your cap at all. Just let him go. You don't be worried about no picks and all of that. Just go. Just let him go and be rid of it.
2: Oh well, no, they would. It would be better for their cap if they traded him after June first. I think maybe. I think it was something where it would be 25 million this year and then the rest of it next year. But I can't remember how much it would I'm assuming it would be the whole thing now if they trade him right now. so there's also that
1: I got it <laughs> but I mean yeah business wise make more sense but still I'm you even if you trade them then it's still like I'm saying like don't let it be held up by trying to bank the bank trying to be petty
0: just let them go you know Darius Slay is also staying with the Eagles. I think um, oh, could reconstructed his contract. Um, yeah. probably they couldn't find a deal that they wanted, so they was like, "Nah, bro, he's staying." Here. No. <laughs> Dang.
2: I want to say they released him. They did. Yeah. Were you saying his agents couldn't find a deal? Right. Oh.
1: That's tragic if they let him go from that. I hope it's more money.
2: Yeah, I don't... I didn't understand why, what was going on. That didn't make sense to me. Um, yeah. Darius Lake, Darius Lake was the... Um, was definitely one of the reasons why their defense improved over the last two years. Um, I'm still surprised. Well, not necessarily surprised because Matt Patricia is... Uh, the oh. main reason why he's gone, but... Um, I don't understand why Detroit let him go for what they gave up. Like, I could see if they were actually getting something back in return, but they didn't really get anything. Um, but yeah, I felt like he was a major reason for why their team was as good as they were. Um, ask um, the three, I can't remember the three top receivers that they played down the stretch i know justin jefferson was one of them and he shut him down so um yeah
1: um maybe they released him this re-signed brad barry and then i guess signed Slay to a similar deal just maybe you know how they paid is different maybe
2: um well, yeah not... i'm just glad he's back um As the resident Eagles fan, shout out to Jalen. I wanted their team to be as good as possible. They did let go of Miles Sanders. um, But they don't really use him anyway. So uh, it's not that bad. Um, Plus, there are options in the draft. If you don't want to go Brevin Jordan in the first round with the eighth, no, the tenth pick. I believe there's a—I won't say there's a good chance, but there's a chance that um, Jameer Gibbs could fall to the second round. You could pick him up there, but um, I wouldn't bank on that being my option. If that was what I wanted to do, I would just go brevian Jordan with the tenth pick. It's not really like you missing much on your team. That you need to draft the offensive line is good the defensive line is um, really good only thing I would say is if um if Jalen Carter somehow pa- fell past the um the bears then I would take him there because for some reason they're the hot I mean the the Falcons are very um intent on telling what they aren't gonna do this off season. Um apparently there was a report that if Jalen Carter fell to eight, they wouldn't be taking him. So I don't I don't understand what they got going on, but um yeah. Um I feel like that would be a good fit if they don't go Reven Jordan there. But other than that, I feel like that's I'm just glad that the The Eagles got Darius Lippett. Your boy Grady Williams signed with the Eagles, too. That's a good signing. I feel like they lost another quarterback, so yeah. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I think. He went to the Lions. Somebody went to the Lions.
0: I don't know. Cam threw at Auburn's Pro Day. That was the next uh, topic. Hey man, he said it's thirty-two quarterbacks. is not better than him. Um, that while that may be true, but it is March, and the season starts in September. You see how they look when you, um, last year when you waited to they end the free agency to sign. So it's much harder than uh, just throwing routes on here, my boy. You got to <laughs> learn the uh, offense in the offseason. That's what it's there for. You see what Russ looked like last year. Part of that had to do with uh, him learning a brand-new offense. Nobody talks about that part. You can have all the assets and, I mean, all the attributes and all this. But if, if you don't know the offense, it don't matter.
2: I mean, we also don't talk about the fact that their team just wasn't that good. We also, all, well, not we, but a lot of people overrated them for the
0: better part of two years. Amen. That's what happened when the Denver Broncos. <laughs> well, I thought he, well, anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Shout out to Cam. <laughs> um... I think
1: Cam throwing at the pro that just shows that his attitude. He still got that dog in him. I like. I sent it to Jordan. I sent. I sent it in the chat. I was like, I love his attitude. Uh, he he still feel like he could play. I still think he can play. Um, probably not starter starter caliber. You know, lead your team to the Super Bowl. But I definitely feel like he can still be a quality backup come in and get some wins. If he do need to start, if he do need to start towards the end of the season and make a playoff run, I think he can do that. Um, You know, save him less hits and just let him ride his momentum because his attitude, his aura, he can lead people, get people pumped up to play just by speaking. So, uh, I can see him being like that, but um, yeah, shout out to Cam. Sometimes he he gotta realize that MVP Cam is probably gone, but Either way, he still he showed he can move on in a different light. If football doesn't work out, he got a successful smoke and cigar shop like restaurant here in Atlanta. Uh, he got a podcast going on. He got his fashion stuff going on. Cam Cam got, got his lot of lot of hands in a different lot of pots. So I think he's gonna be all right if this you know run
2: don't work out. Um. Shout out to Cam, the person, aside from his father, aside from Auburn football. um, I like Cam. To me, personally, I feel like um, if his goal is to be a starting quarterback, which is what I got from it, then I feel like Those days are over and you should just let it go. I feel, I understand wanting to still play as long as you can. You still have that desire. Nothing can replace that. All that. I get it. Trust me. I get it. But at some point you have to accept the the facts. Um, You are no longer a starting quarterback. Do I feel like there are quarterbacks that you are better than? Yes. For the life of me, I don't understand how Zach Wilson got drafted where he was drafted. Um, Pretty sure if I sat here and thought about it for more than five seconds, I can name probably three or four more quarterbacks that are starting that Cam is better than. But that's not the point because all of those quarterbacks for for a different reason or another is still going to be the starting quarterback um, in their situations. Or they're going to find another replacement that is a better option than Cam for another reason. For one reason or another. So, do I feel like he's better than Marcus Mariota as a backup? Better than Chad Henney as a backup? Yes, I do. But does Cam want to be a backup? That's the question. I don't know. To me, I don't really care. Um, If that's what he wants to do with his life, that's cool. I feel like that's really good money as a backup quarterback. You don't really have to do anything get free travel all this other stuff might as well just if that's what you want to do to still be connected to the game do that but you're not a starting quarterback
0: anymore Uh, we have to uh, wrap it up but before we get out of here we gotta do the pick the ending question this week's question is which teams, other than the Ravens, would Lamar be a best fit for? I said um, the Panthers. They already got the weapon, but it looks like they're going in a different direction. Um, uh, uh, I mean, technically, uh, Green Bay.
1: Yeah, we can go there because we don't know what Jordan Love is going to be. Um, i say San Francisco. If it's there, if it's not Dolphins or Baltimore, honestly say San Francisco. As you plug him in, he, him with Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams on the line, Debo, that's a Super Bowl. And the defense already elite, top five. You give up the picks. You don't give up no players. It's over with.
2: Yeah. um, I really feel like there's no other answer than the um, 49ers. But they don't really... I mean, obviously, they don't have the draft capital. um, You know, because all of it is in Miami. Because they decided to go all in on the wrong quarterback. But, um, yeah. I feel like... That would be the best fit and as um, an added bonus we all know that um, Kyle Shanahan knows how to coach an injury prone quarterback so you
0: know fit right in well that concludes another episode of your favorite podcast Another sports podcast. You can go tune in to this World Baseball Classic. I'm one of your hosts. Brandon. Three to one, bottom of the six. Um, somebody just stole second. Yeah. Three to one, Japan. All right. I did a whole podcast in episode. And, I mean, did a whole podcast in and, uh, and, 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 and a half. That's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob was there. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on
1: Instagram at Vice City Kevo. New music, April 7th. I keep getting delayed, but
2: hopefully this is not a delay. Yes, sir. And this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11. Instagram underscore this guy 11. Um, you can follow the sports pages on Facebook and Instagram at not another sports Podcast. Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Um, also, follow me on Twitch, Mr. Underscore Studio Fi. And
1: with all that being said, make sure you guys are being safe out here. Always. Always. Make sure you guys are watching. Live a table Always.
2: <laughs> Black Lives Matter.
1: Always, they do. Um, Yeah, they do. I, I, I agree.
0: <laughs> never fall for, never
1: fall for the agendas being pushed out here, Don't guys.
0: Don't do that. Don't do that. Never, None of yeah. them. No, never.
1: And with all that being said, go Gators. Roll okay. Tide.
0: No, it's Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah.